Are you a budding cannabis business owner? Do you currently own a license, are in the process of receiving one, and need help with taking your business to the next level? Tap Peak Relief Consultations. From licensing and staffing to seed to sale, Peak Relief uses their expertise in the industry to take your brand to the next level. Don't waste your valuable time spinning your wheels. Let Peak Relief Consultations ensure your can of dreams don't go up in smoke. I was on your Instagram earlier. I'm like this dude trying out for the combine. Nah, man, listen. I always tell people, man, as a rapper, like anytime we do some athletic shit, it's going on the gram. Because yes, people gotta <laughs> people gotta see it. But it's just some funny stuff. But yeah. Yo, real trap though, you know, speaking of athletics, and I told somebody, um, matter of fact, shout out to Panama um Jackson, man. He was right, he was here prior to you, and he's from Huntsville. And he oh, went wow. down, yeah, shout out you. And I told him, I said the craziest part is I posted a picture of you before on my Facebook. My brother hits me up. Oh. My brother goes, yo, um, I think that nigga used to play basketball down here. I was like, who? This dude? He's a, he a translator. He said, where you from? Um, Huntsville? I yeah. said, yeah, he from Huntsville. My brother coached AAU, Alabama Titans. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, 13 yeah. under, national yeah. champion. I ain't going to done him now. What's his name? Keith Bonner. I heard that name. Yeah, before. Coach Keith, man. Yeah, yeah, he used to he used to coach. But he told me you used to be able to hoop. I was like, yeah. all right, all right. That, that's a good co-sign right there. My brother won't lie about no hoop skills. Man, I'm <laughs> I'm known a little bit, but it ain't, it ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? But but shout out to him, though, for remembering. That's, that's dope. That's yeah, it. that's what's up, man. All right, so let's get into it, man. For those who don't know, who is Translate? Uh, cat out of Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, been here, been in Atlanta for like about ten years, and and just really conscious artists, uh, conscious of the energy that I put out there. Um, got my own label, Digital Native Culture, but I'm also signed with Tip with Grand Hustle. Uh, so shout out to Tip, appreciate it, appreciate it. So uh, man, we just working, man. Like we, you know, we ain't about all the bullshit. It's really just about um putting out good energy and and hopefully getting that back. Yeah, man. You know, and speaking of being from Alabama, um, for better or worse, Alabama does have a really rich history. It just it, it encompasses a lot of things, but it's a rich history. Most definitely, most definitely. And that rich history has actually um, gave us a lot of amazing um, art. You know, a lot of art does come out of out of, out of beauty and 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 the the, the ugly of, of things. How has Alabama inspired you, and in, as far as you becoming an artist and your music? Well, I always tell people, man, coming from the south, um, you know, we didn't get respected for lyrics until you know for like a long time yeah. because first of all we're gonna have the vibe we're gonna have that laid back vibe and i think that comes from the south i think that something about that clay down here something about just the pain that we had to endure probably worse than everybody else in the country that's embedded in us so it come out through the music yeah. and the vibe so so coming from alabama but it's i feel like it's the same from mississippi georgia uh, all the southern states, man, we just going to have like a different vibe and energy ab about us because it's just ingrained in us. And it's that pain that, that come out and you can feel it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, what? I, I like the fact that some of the art, especially the rappers that come out of Alabama, say like a Mr. Big or Dirty or something like that. I, 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 shout out Mr. Big. R.I.P. Mr. Big. Bro, all right, man, Mr. Big, man, you talk about a song I'll never forget. You know what I'm saying? Like like this. this Get your 12 never... white folks in. Yup. Oh, what? Y'all letting us white down, folks. man. Try, come on now, come <laughs> on let now. us down on air. <laughs> but yeah, the artists that would come out of Alabama were always had a a, a flair that was slightly twisted to the uh, slightly twisted from what you would hear. They they be on some pimp shit, but it was a little bit different of a pimp shit. Like right. you, you see some um, lyrical shit, but it's a little bit different of lyrical shit. Do you, like as far as coming up and from Bama, like were you listening to any of those artists coming up, man? Oh, for sure, for like? sure. Mister Big, Deuce Comrade, yeah. Dirty was a big one. Dirty, shout out to Dirty. I, I'm I like Dirty's an underrated act, bro. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. And they always just coming in, into my city like Lapone, Slow Motion. Um, 
uh, Maida, a whole lot of people that that I listened to coming up, Big Pope, yeah. uh, people out of Alabama that that were really dope. Uh, that I came up on probably the most when I was younger. Probably I listened to Lapone a lot. A lot of people don't know about Lapone. They out of Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, but uh, shout out Lapone, shout out Chris Pye, man. So um, it's a lot of people out of Alabama and a lot of other people. I was inspired a lot by Texas, Houston, uh, that whole movement. So you know it was a lot of things, but. It was definitely people in Alabama that I listened to. Tough. That's what's up. So, I, so clearly you could have been a point guard or a wide receiver, but you decided to be a rapper, man. <laughs> like, like it chose so, me, man. I didn't choose it. It chose me. So how did it choose you, and when did you know that rap chose you? Like, when did you know that was going to be your life? Well, um, I became a rapper really when my mama died. When she died, that's the only thing that made me feel better was going to the studio. That's why I like when you listen to my music, I'm not really like a rapper per se. I'm more like a conversationalist because I'm just getting, getting shit off. Um, so I became that whenever she passed. Oh, I didn't become a rapper then, but I just started going to the studio then. But then I just kept getting good at it and it became a passion for me. And then now I'm here talking to y'all today. So um, I would have to say that's when I became a rapper, but I put my first like real project out in like 2015. So Culture Junkie. So a lot of people kind of took to that and we've been kind of going ever since then. That's what's up, man. Well, Culture Junkie came and Shortly after that, I believe it, it became your hustle game connection because I caught you around on was it Freedom Summer? Yeah. I caught you around the Freedom Summer project. How did your connection with with Tip even come about, and and what brought you over to Hustle Game? Man, it's it's crazy. Uh, people always say, man, just you just got to be out here to like make connections. You really is no plan, there's no method. You just got to literally be out here just doing stuff, man. Shout out my manager right there in the gold jacket, Chris Hunter. Uh, him and Tip had the same barber, and it was as simple as. My project before Freedom Summer, M-A-O-T-P, when we got finished with it, it wasn't even out yet. Chris just gave it to the barber and was like, yo, next time Tip come get his haircut, slide it to him or slide it to somebody with him. You know what I mean? And and she did that. She actually took it and gave it to his cousin. Shout out to Javon. He listened to it, liked it, played it for Tip. Tip called me like two days later. And I had a meeting with him. That really worked? Yeah, it actually worked. Man, you know what? Because you hear so many stories about that, and people be taking music and turn that into a Frisbee so quick. You know what I mean? Like, like Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Javon is somebody that's with him every day. So when Javon listened to it, liked it, internalized it, I think he sat Tip down and made him like, yo, nah, listen to this cat. So, and then we, we had a meeting like a couple days later, like he had a rehearsal uh, and I had to go up to the rehearsal and kind of have a meeting. And like, it was crazy, like Jeezy's up there. So it's like everything that you believe about it, it's like you like up there, you like, okay, this is it. And we sat down and had a meeting. I'm like, yo man, you owe a nigga like me to the game. And I got a song talking about that on my last project, about that whole encounter. And I just kind of told him like, you owe an artist like me to the game. You done put out, you know, the Iggy's yeah. and you put out, you know, Bob is dope, but you put out a lot of artists, but you haven't put out artists like me yet. So I told him that he looked at me like, you know, like what? Like, what this nigga just say to me? But you know, I, I think he took that in, and, and we've been rocking ever since. When, when, so an audition with Tip, right? Does he make you rap or something like that, or does, does, is is Tip like one of those kind of dudes? Nah, 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 nah. He he didn't make me rap. Um, you know, well, I will say this: when I first linked with him, we went to the BT Awards, and it was when it was here, and uh, and this is before I even signed with him or, or anything, and we was on a green carpet, and uh. Big Tigger had this big booth set up where he was letting people come in and like freestyle. So I'm walking on the red carpet with him. I'm brand new to the whole, all of this, you know what I mean? And and, and uh, they're, they're coming to tip like, yo, come in here and bless the, and do the freestyle. And like, you know, he an OG, like he ain't got to do that shit no more. Like he look, he just turned to me and was like, hey, this your opportunity right here. And we on the, the BT green carpet, like it's like a booth right there, like Big Tigger and all these people in there, like the beat playing and he tipped just like, yo, go on here and do your thing. So I'm like, 
Well, here it is. So I just had to go up there and bust my raps, and and I think it was dope. Everybody was rocking with it. I seen him and Tigger da- dapping up, so I felt like that was my, that was my um. <laughs> that was your cosign. Yeah, right yeah, cosign. But but nah, he didn't say like yo when we got together. He didn't say like rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think he more or less like my songs. What's up, man? You know, you often hear that it's difficult working for an artist while being an artist. You know what I mean? Especially somebody on the level as of T.I. Like, T.I. definitely has plenty of skin in the game as an artist, but definitely as an executive as well. Um, has it been a difficult process as far as working with an artist? Or what's your, what's your, what has your experience been like as being, a, being an act on Hustle Gang? It's been fun, man. Like, whenever I first got with him, we, we went on a whole tour. Okay. So it's like me, Young Dro, Trade the Truth, Tokyo Jets. Boot, London, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody that, that was, you know, working with the label, we all kind of got on tour buses and, and hit the road. So we all kind of had to become family like real fast. You know what I mean? Like literally Tokyo is on the bunk above me and it's like rah-rah on the bunk below me. And it's like we all just Dang. are all artists in our own right, but now we forced to kind of work together. And the way you're together. It, I, I forget that that exists still. You know what I mean? Like you, you forget that artists will still ride like that. Like I'm like, y'all don't Uber or nothing? You know what I mean? Like or, or what do we do here? Like, well, I mean, a, I mean a tour bus, we had to have a tour bus. It was yeah. it was too many of us. Yeah, like we would have, yeah, there's no way That's we could have got around. I mean, it was dope. It was a nice tour bus. Now it was, it was nice. It was nice, and and shout out to the cannabis. We we smoked that bitch out too. I believe it, man. I believe it, bro. Hey, speaking of cannabis, when was the first time you consumed? Woo. Uh, man, it was been a minute. I don't even I don't even know when the first time it was, but I just remember. I feel like I've been chasing that first high ever since I, I did it. That first, that very first high. I feel like I've been chasing it. <laughs> And you ain't caught it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have? Do you have a favorite strain? Loud. <laughs> Loud OG. I told yeah. somebody Roach OG at one point. I was like, man, you break down all them old roaches, man, put that together. That's that's a, that should be a strain in itself. Probably probably Sour Diesel in in New York, out of New York though. That's probably that's probably some of the best weed I've ever had. And I, I'd have been to Cali a lot, smoked all the weed. Cali smoked all the weed here, but in New York, I got some sour diesel, and that put me on my ass. So you know, I know a lot of a lot of people around Hustle Gang do blow down, blow down the trees, man. Who who you think smokes the most? I don't know. Maybe Book, Young Book. I don't Maybe. see Bukas smoke. Really, I would have thought Joe for some reason. Like Joe, nah, Joe don't even smoke. Joe, nah, Joe, Joe don't smoke. I ain't seen Joe smoke now one time. I don't know if he was on what his situation was. Yeah. I don't. I think it may have been a situation where he couldn't smoke, but, but um, but yeah, no, nah, I I ain't never seen Young Dro smoke no Dro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I definitely no think papers. Never seen Young Dro. But smoke. but Dro lit without it. True. Like he gonna be lit regardless. True, true, man. So what do you we, um, looking at artists nowadays? You know, what I'm saying they, it, I feel like it's almost like extra pressure for you to constantly put out music. You like you always gotta keep up whatever um cycles going on. But I don't see you as that necessarily. Like you, you seem to put out music based on how you're about to put out music. It's not like I gotta drop something every two seconds because somebody else I, is, who's in my rank is dropping out music every two seconds. Um, talk about the pressure it is for an artist to put out music nowadays and and how you na- how you navigate that. Well, really, you gotta pay attention to what your fans want. Yeah. Like your fans will tell you what they want. Like. You, you can be like a Kendrick and disappear for two or three years and not even make a post on social media and still be just as popular when you come back. Yeah. You know, or you can be another type of artist where your fans want to see you all. Like, if you disappear for two months, they're going to forget about you. So it's like, you know, some, some artists just, you know, if you don't have that major push 
to put you in everybody's face whenever you're ready to drop. You know, you, you kind of got to do that on your own. So me, it's like I'm just in the process. I've been dropping a song pretty much every week, like minus yeah. like the last couple of weeks. But I've been dropping a song like every week just to give give the people like, like my listeners something that they can just, you know what I'm saying, have every week. Because if not, it's like, you know, I might not hit their mind. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and no, I feel you on that, man. But I just always thought about that pressure. You know, I feel but like it's, it's not a pressure though. It's, it's not a pressure. Like when I when I start feeling pressure, that's when I kind of, you know, what I'm saying like because I don't want to. I'm not in the music for it to be like that type of pressure, like creative pressure. Um, I rather have the music done and, and, and pressure myself on other things. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Do you ever think about you know because your your style is very um, I'm gonna say anti pop music. Do you ever fear actually having a hit record or having one of those records that quote unquote crosses over? Like, does that ever go in your mind? No, hit, no. Br- bring it on. Bring on the hit. Come on now. Never fear that. Yeah. I mean, because I know I know what I do and I know what I stand for. So I'm I'm not the person that can be swayed by a hit record. You know. What I mean? Yeah. And so you you're, you're definitely not also swayed by by the tag conscious rapper. Like you seem to own that one, man. Like like a lot of people. Tr- some people will try to steer away from that. Almost like that's a negative connotation. Yeah, I mean, I used to didn't I used to not really like that phrase too much, but at the end of the day, you really gotta em- embrace it because it's who you are. It's who you are, and and I'd rather be a conscious rapper than an unconscious rapper. Um, so it's like, what are the other options, you know? I, and I don't necessarily always call my, myself that, but when I, if I'm just describing people that never heard of me, it's just kind of like the easiest way to describe you know yeah. what what my type of music is so what's up man so you did briefly speak about you are releasing actually lucy's um um fairly, lucy's fairly, yeah, records. <laughs> lucy's fairly fairly frequently right now I, that has to be leading up to a project like what are you currently working on yes um i am working on a project it, it's kind of it's been a work in progress um so that's why i started putting out songs like songs that i knew that i had sitting around that i knew i wasn't gonna put on the album okay. It's like it's like why let them sit on my hard drive? Might as well release them and let people, you know, you never know. Cause I started putting out records. Uh, the first one I put out is a record called Brief, and then next thing you know, ESPN is reaching out and they're like, "Yo, we want to play this on first take." It's the background music for like the bed and stuff. So you know how so, real life that is, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's a real life. Check. It's, it's real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, so like for the past couple of months, like ESPN first take has been running at daytime national television so inter- international television so it's been uh it's been really dope just to turn on tv and, and like see that so it's like that just tell that just told me i'm like yo i've been holding on to these records and it's like look what happens when you just put it out you know what i mean you never really know what people take too you know I, like, like exactly and exactly. i feel like that's why i feel like when i listen when i listen to rappers i hate when i hear them try to put a category on a song like this is a quote unquote this type of record or that type of record you never know what somebody's going to take and take it in another direction and it's always the ones that the art that me, I might not think is the one because I would never like if somebody asked me about a song I wanted to, I wouldn't necessarily say brief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's that's kind of a little bit of a different type of record, but that's the one that ESPN heard and, and wanted. You so know it's crazy because I hear a record like Glorious by by Big Crit, right? That's a hit record to me. Like that's a record I can hear on multiple platforms at multiple times of the day. But again, that's how I take a hit record. You know what I mean? Like I could crank that all day. But yeah, I feel like I hate when I hear artists like just say, "Boom, this is this type of record," or "I'm going for this type of uh, atmosphere." I'm going for a strip club record. Like you don't right. even know if a strip club like right. this. Man, you just gotta really just just. Start the record, man. Leave the door open, man, and let God in, man. That's really all you gotta do, man. And just go with the vibe. Don't even, don't even really try to box yourself in with the type of record you're trying to make. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're thinking about your legacy, let's say after you're done rapping, um, what do you want to be remembered for the most as artist? 
being speaking my truth and just being 100% me uh that's pretty much it like like I never rapped about anything that I haven't seen, heard, felt, touched, or I never, you know, you know what I mean. So it's like I, I want to be known for being truthful, and then, you know, transitioning out of rap, just being able to be a positive influence on the next generation and pulling somebody else up because that's what it's all about. Really is, man. Um, are there any artists that you haven't worked with yet that you 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 strive to want to um, get on the track with? Man, I said the same thing last night. I'm gonna say it again. Beyonce, man, I'm going for the might as well go for the top, bro. Like, why not? Like. We can worry about working with Eric. After you work with Beyonce, you can work with anybody else. Now, so wait, wait. Do you want this to be like Beyonce featuring Trans Lee or Trans Lee featuring Beyonce? Beyonce featuring Trans Lee. Dang, he took yeah. that L too. Okay. Yeah. No, but that's not really an L. No, it's an L. I, I'd rather be on her on her project. Look, what was um, when, when she had Bow Down, that's what like every every person in Atlanta was credited on that record, man. Like that that's a good look. Oh wow, okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, you look on when Bow Down first dropped, you look at the track track list and they had everybody from Sunny Digital on down. It was like it's like anybody was in the studio that moment got that's a crazy. credit. That's dope. That's dope. So might stalk some studios around here. You might actually get on a Beyonce record. Hey man, that's that's fire, man. Like one of my favorite rapper Andre Three Thousand got on the, the party record. Yeah. So I envision it being a record like that. You know, if I if I could just put it together like that. But he killed that too. He did kill it. He yeah. did kill it. You know, and, and, and he's so dope. He didn't even show up for the video. We gonna talk about you. that's the crazy thing. Speak, you know you vibe. You know you hard when you don't show up for the Beyonce video. Hey, speak, like, speak, what? Speaking of three stacks, man. You know I had my man Nick Love on the show not too long ago. Nick, shout out Nick Love because Nick came up with the inf- now infamous ATL top fifty list that has um gone crazy. Gone crazy. Yo, mean, I don't want to see no more lists. Yo, these lists is going that's crazy. Why told, that's why I told him because I I, I had Roscoe Dash Fable, especially if I ain't on it. Drummer boy, like every person who came through who's an artist had to had to let me let you know how I feel about what Nick said when he came on this show right. and you. You mentioned Andre 3000, and I, I, my unpopular take is I don't think Andre 3000 should actually be mentioned in this group of people. Not because he's not talented. No, let me say, because it's up there with Jay Electronica. Not because you're not talented. You are easily a one number of top five actual artists. But when I look at having a list, how are we ranking this, man? Like, I do, are we putting up actual bodies of work? Like, what have you actually put out? Like, I feel like it's unfair to do that. Man, Andre above that, man. I Come see, on, and that's man. what people say about Jay Electronica. Yeah, I'm like, above, Jay Electronica. I, don't, I wouldn't do even something. say that about Jay, Jay Elect, but Andre done put in his work, man. That man, whether it was solo or with Outkast, yeah. I'm just judging him off his raps that I've heard. That he, made me feel how they made me feel. He like got him. He just it's, it's he confusing. above all that to me. I don't know. It's confusing that, that's to me. me. To Adam, what's up? Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's on Outcast. Will you feel me? Like I'm talking about like solo records. Like we talking about, we listing solo artists. It don't even on matter. This list. I feel like we should. Put, I mean, I'm not saying like okay. I get I get what you're saying. It's just my point of view is still that. Like I'm looking at the five. I'm looking at the yeah. I'm looking at the, the the nine people underneath them, and I'm like, that's a lot of albums out. You talking about a couple of good ver? Not a couple of good. Don't even say that. You talking about them dope verses? Oh, Andre got the skills. I, I'll give you one. If you ever heard, um, what's the record he got with um, 
that Jeezy got with Jay Z, the one um um I, I do, do a record. Yeah, he killed. I him. swear to goodness, Jay Z put that rec- put his verse on after he heard Dre. Because when I first heard that record, it was Dre and Jeezy. Yeah, and if it you was remember just, online, yeah. ten minutes later, Jay Z had a verse. Yeah, ten minutes later, they yeah. re- they took the artwork down. Everything. I think, and Jay had a verse because on Chris that. told me I think Greg Street, you know, Greg Street be having everything. Yeah, and he had the version with I think only Andre on it. He yeah. played it on the radio that and exists. everything, and it was yeah. unmixed and everything. That exists. Yeah. So Dre, nice. He make you do that stuff like that. He got joined Rick Ross, too. And, and sorry, and sorry with Tip. Sorry with Tip. He snapped, bro. He snapped. He snapped. So long story short, December, Andre 3000 yeah, Andre needs to stop letting us down and give at least a solo album. Give us a solo DJ album, remix. Give us a solo walk, album, Walk bro. it out, remix. Come on, now. It's to see. Everybody Come on, now. Know it. Everybody Come gonna on. finish that. Come on, yo! I, they played that at my wedding. I didn't even know that there was a second verse. I up to this moment until they played it at my wedding. I didn't know Bun B and, and nobody else yeah, on that record. That's a, that's a classic record. All bro. I know is Pimp C and Dre. That's, <laughs> that's all classic. I know. That's, that's a classic. That's a classic record, man. And speaking of, that's another Huntsville legend right there. One of the dopest rappers, singers in the city of Huntsville, Huntsville right now. That dude, that guy Wade right there, man. Yeah, I used, so I used, actually, I used to actually enjoy going to Huntsville. I used to go br- visit my brother. Like I used to love going down there, man. Like Huntsville's a different place. I, I thought I was going to go to high school when I thought I was playing basketball. I wanted to go to Butler. You know what I mean? But my mom wouldn't let me leave Boston and go to Alabama to do nothing. Yeah, I thought I was going to get my hoop on. Didn't happen. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to get my hoop on. It didn't happen, though, man. Hey, man. Good. But um, you know, I do appreciate you coming through, man. Before you fade out of here, let people know how they can catch up with you, how they can connect with you online, and all that. Uh, follow me on all social media, of course. Uh, Translee T R A N S L E E. That's my real name too for people that don't know. Um, and then everything else is everything else. You can find out everything about me on my social, and you can check out my wide receiver highlights that yeah, I posted. Man, yeah, man, yeah, he out here working out for the NFL draft out there. Something like that, man. Something Burning like that. people in routes. And stuff. <laughs> What are you doing out here this early in the morning on a Friday? Man, it was tough, man. But I've been trying to stay in the gym, too, man, just because, just for life. Yeah, you for got life. to, man. Well, you know, personally, I'm pretty sure it helps you as far as performing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, my boy, I appreciate you man, coming thank through, you, man. man. Give it up for Translee, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Cash Color Campus, a high level of conversation. Founded in 2015, Peak Relief is the premier landing spot for your medical marijuana needs in Maryland. Not built by national consultants or businesses, but by friends with a dream to return home and create a better dispensary. Located at 2001 Chapman Ave in Rockville, Maryland, stop by Peak Relief and see what they have in store for you.